Hello everyone and welcome back to Hope Reclaimed. I'm your host, Ellie Hope Collins, and I'm so glad that you're here today. It's on this podcast that we talk about active and practical ways that we step into healing because Jesus has already extended everything to us, and sometimes he's inviting us to step in and receive that for ourselves. Today is a really special episode. I am sitting again, closing out this series with my husband, now husband. You said Collins. You said Ellie Collins. And I was like, what? I know, because I am am Ellie Collins. Yeah. Crazy. Yes, it happened. We got married. Cue the sound effects of (laughs) screaming people in the background. Yeah! We didn't have that at our wedding because we we got married in the middle of a pandemic. Um, If you have listened to the last couple episodes um we took a week off last week kind of i needed that um but we talked about planning a wedding in the middle of a pandemic and it was challenging to say the least Mm -hmm. at moments um but really bonding and important at its best for us yeah it was Mm -hmm. um and kind of long story short very long story short last minute we had a another shakeup in our plans and um we couldn't get married in the way that we wanted to with you know with our immediate family with us mm-hmm. and that was disappointing but we were able to have a really small group meaning my dad married us yeah. <laughs> you guys have heard him on the podcast he did a phenomenal job really good and um and then we had my friend bethany who's a photographer there with us and she helped to live stream and she took the photos um but nice. we were able to see our parents and our families which was really great we just kept everyone very separate very socially distanced mm-hmm. and um at the end of the day we were so excited right it was a really good day honestly yeah it was, it was fantastic so day beautiful so much better than than expected yeah and i mean i i've said this quite a few times now but like I, during that day i didn't feel disappointed yeah i had had so much disappointment already and it was just really beautiful to celebrate and to um just to be there and marry you and yeah <laughs> yeah, it was I wasn't really disappointed. Great. Totally. Yeah, no, it was, it was, just it was a, a fantastic day. day. It was it such really a beautiful was. day. And um, we, d- we did end up having this really cool parade, which was a total surprise for us. Mm-hmm. Um, some friends and people who were invited to the wedding. Um, my, my family had reached out and had them come and parade for us in their cars. So yeah. that was so fun to see people. Um, Super fun. It was so fun. Yeah. It was a beautiful day. It was so nice you to see, so see people. You did. What are you talking about? <laughs> that was a leading compliment where I was asking <laughs> for it in return. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, so to close out this podcast episode, um, or um, excuse me, podcast series, I wanted to do kind of a Q&A of people asking us questions um, about our relationship or dating or whatever, um, and then kind of answering them from from that so we're gonna dive into that i asked you guys on instagram um some things and you guys did not disappoint these are great questions and i'm excited to uh i'm excited to answer some of them well we are we're gonna we're gonna answer them hopefully a few softballs here and there yeah (laughs) there's some i mean there's some kind of heavy ones too that's okay but this is good and neither of us shy away from the heavy stuff that's for sure we don't we do not. 
<laughs> yeah, I was going to make some like joke about being at the gym and not being able to lift right now, but I'm not going Don't to. Don't do it. It's too soon. Yeah. <laughs> too soon. It's been like three months. I'm still grieving, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> we'll get there eventually. Um, all right, so someone wants to know how we met and how long we've been dating. Why don't you go I, for this one? How long we did date? Um, well, we met my, my aunt um, is family friends with Ellie's parents. And we both went through a divorce, as probably a lot of mm-hmm. you know. And um, she hooked us up. And so we actually met over the phone. Um, our first interactions were just talking on the phone for probably a month or... It was a couple m- weeks, yeah. Something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, you lived in Fargo. I lived in the Twin Cities yeah. um, in St. Paul. Didn't even know like what each other looked like in person. Yeah. Just interacted over the phone. So and we had we, a great phone relationship good good Very conversation good, good conversation yeah. great conversation honestly yeah. it was so easy to talk to you yeah and we, yeah. we we talked a little bit about this in one of our previous episodes a couple weeks ago so we're not going to get into it too much but but yeah we met because it was a setup and um and then we ended up dating for a couple months um and broke up and we were um apart for a year yeah um i dated other people I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for not dating other people, and I'm sorry that I did. No, <laughs> okay. I learned a lot Thanks in that time away. That. I really did. I learned a totally. lot about myself. I did too. In that time away, it was really, really important for me um, because it it set a foundation for us to be able to get back together. Yeah. So we um, we ended up getting back together, um, kind of reconnecting. Um, yep. You had already moved back here to the Twin Cities, yep. and um, and that was in. Uh, in May of 2019, so a year ago, right about now, right. We, we reconnected. Yeah. Um, so we've been dating since then, ish. So. And we were only engaged for three months. Three no. months. You're right. Be, yeah. Three months. Yeah. It was a very short engagement, and um, but we just knew. We just knew. So. We did. Yeah. So, somebody asks, um, was it hard to open up, and how did we get over that fear of opening up? For us, I would say it wasn't hard at all. Like maybe some things it was, we have to specify. So like about our stories and our divorce, that is how we met was through our story. So we both came into it knowing yeah. the other went through a divorce. Because I think this question is more like how, like opening up to the other person, like trusting again. That's how okay. I read the question. Oh, I see. But. Could be. Well, I mean. I don't it, have any problem like opening up and airing my dirty laundry. Yeah. Like I have a podcast Like we did that pretty it. well. If that's we what the did, question's yeah. about. Like we, we really opened up but quite a bit over the phone. But trusting was hard for me. Like trusting somebody again. Like opening up yeah. my heart to somebody in an intimate way. Like I think it's one thing to have, you know, to share a story. Share, um the struggle that you've gone through, but it's another thing to like, to trust your heart with somebody. And I got over that because I recognized that I was scared. <laughs> so for me, yeah. reclaiming has been such an important thing. And I, I define reclaiming as identifying a fearful or painful internal reaction to a place or thing, and then choosing to face it head on. Yeah. Um, so I, I saw that kind of instinctively when I see that I'm afraid of something, like I want to dive in and I want to do it. So I got over that thing by saying, okay, I feel afraid to open up my heart mm-hmm. to Austin or to anybody. So I'm going to dive in and I'm going to really try to do that and do that in a healthy way. 
Yeah, that makes sense. But it's real hard. Yeah, I guess for me, I think part of trusting or like being uh, ready to trust someone has to do with where you're at in the healing process too. Totally. Because initially, after my divorce, I didn't trust anybody. Yeah. And I was like telling, I was like telling my mom, for example, I was like, "Mom, I'm gonna date the next woman till for like 25 years, and then maybe, just maybe." <laughs> Maybe then I'll propose. We'll see. I don't know. Thank you. Even if that's for not dating. But anyways, that 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 was really that was really an expression of, or an indication of where I was in the healing process. I I wasn't I wasn't ready to get back out there. I didn't. I did not trust. But as as I move forward, and things just progressed in my own life apart from dating, then I began to like um, just be available to trust people again. Like okay, maybe. You know, maybe I could trust someone. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I don't have to date someone for twenty years. <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe, maybe five. Yeah, now. maybe five. You know, it slowly kind of worked its way down. Yeah. Um, and then just for me, getting to know you, getting to know your heart, what you went through, and just seeing the way that you cared for me helped me um, trust you. I think yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah, I think it's. I think that's a really good point. It really does matter where you are in the healing process. And be so patient with yourselves. Way too many people jump into this too soon. Yeah. Be single, guys. I want to make right. like I think that's I think that's a really important thing. Yeah. Um, it's very uncomfortable. It can be very uncomfortable, but it's an important place to be. And we it talked is. about that in previous podcasts. And, and so honestly, wanna... yeah. And honestly, with us, the reason we didn't work out the first time we dated is a lot of because we were in process still. Yeah. So we met in process. Yeah. And that's maybe one of the biggest reasons things didn't work out we still had issues in our own heart to work through yeah even though we met and eventually you know things did work out um yeah it didn't at first (laughs) and so it's important to just kind of try to figure out where you're at um yeah because it's a pressure cooker for for inconsistencies and struggles that you have yeah. A relationship just kind of brings up a lot of those insecurities. It brings right. up past hurt. Right. And so you have to know how to how to handle that. For me, therapy was really important in the dating process. I talked yeah. about I talked about um about my date my my dates and and yeah, that was just really that was a really important thing. I stopped talking about my ex-husband and I started talking about dating again. Um and then just kind of going through facing those fears sure so i think that was really important totally yeah um let's move on to the next question advice for dating somebody who has gone through a divorce so it sounds like this okay. person dating someone and the person you're dating went through yeah divorce. yeah okay be real patient yeah be patient kind of try to get a sense of where they're at mm-hmm. so you know if if you notice that they're they were just recently dis- divorced and they're really working yeah. through a lot. I would take things very, very slow. Extremely slow. And and now every case is different. And and granted, some people's divorces last a very long time. Yeah. And so if someone got divorced yesterday, they could be very ready to date tomorrow. Yeah. It, you know, we can't generalize. But, you know, I would, I would just say really get a sense of, um, try to get a sense of where they are. Ask good, caring questions. Yep. Um, and ultimately take it back to the Lord and totally. say, God, what, where, where are we? And you know, he has perfect timing and everything like God, where are, is this, is this what you want? Number one. And then how is timing looking yeah. in this situation? Cause God? it might not be the time. Might not be the time. And it wasn't for us. You know, we yeah. had, we had to wait yeah. from when we met 
we had to wait like a year and a half. Until it was like a healthy thing. Until we actually started dating again. And then it was smooth sailing. We had no issues at all. <laughs> not. <laughs> uh, no, no, not quite. Not quite. But. It was hard. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's a really good point that God does, like he cares and he wants to, he wants to communicate to us about our relationships, about all this stuff. So just bring it to him. Bring it to him. I don't, and yeah. I think it's really good to just pray for the other person, yeah. asking the Lord, like. God, are they ready? Yeah. And not out of a judgy way. Totally. Um, because, you know, for you sure. obviously want to care for their heart really well. Right. So I would say one last. That's a big question. Yeah, it is. I would say one last thing is, are are you ready to to take on the challenges that, that are ahead? Yeah. Because anyone who has gone through divorce has a history. Yeah. And has things. And it's not like, I don't know if baggage is the right term. Probably not. Um but there can be a lot of things pe- divorced people are yeah. just working through or have gone through that are um, touchy for them, that can rub them the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not anything against them. It's because they went through something hard. I'm speaking yeah. for myself anyways. I went through some hard things. You went through some hard things. And so we both had kind of soft spots yeah, um, respectively in different ways. And so I would say, like, are you... Is the person in front of you the kind of person you're willing to work for? Yeah, totally. You know, because that's, really that's I think that's really important. Yeah. Um, what were the stresses leading up to the wedding and how did we conquer them? Okay. There was a bunch of them. There was a lot of stressors and mainly around COVID. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they all kind of, I mean, stemmed from that. I, I like, guess so. The beginning of our engagement was so fun and so yeah, it was. easy. You know, we it just was... like, we had so much fun. We really did. And all like things fell into place, and then we realized we planned probably like four or five weddings. By the time it by was the all time. said and done, anyways. <laughs> and the day of our wedding, we, we were wedding. still <laughs> figuring out the wedding. So yeah. um, there was a lot of stressors, but honestly, I'm so grateful that the decisions that we made, especially the last day, yeah, that we made those together. Right. And everything that we did in making those decisions was just coming back together yeah. to um, to not move forward unless the other person was ready. Sure. And I sure. think that was that was the biggest thing. I think we conquered all those stressors by just coming together. Yeah. So also, like, our premarital counselor was great. He helped a lot. Mm-hmm. He helped a lot, and we we were able to talk with him through a lot of this stuff that was yeah. stressful. <laughs> Yeah. So to answer the question, like pointedly, venue, food, yeah, how to pay for things, living situations, families, who's going to do the wedding? Is there going to be music? How is the music going to be set up? How, are we going to live stream? How does that work? Yeah. I don't know how that works. Is the <laughs> Wi-Fi good enough for the for live stream? There's like a bunch of them. But the main thing, like you said, is we really were striving to be in unity mm-hmm. in the decisions that we made. Um, that was really kind of in all of these little stressors. Um, that was really what we wanted. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we disagree. Let's either find a compromise or, or whatever it looks mm-hmm. like. Talking but let's through. just be in unity yeah. moving forward. I'm so it's grateful for that. Really hard to be in disunity when there's a pandemic going on. Yeah. What will we tell our kids was the most impactful part of our wedding? I loved this question. Oh, yeah. We'll go for it. It was so good. Um, the most impactful part of the wedding, I think, for me, was worshiping with you yeah. right after 
we were pronounced husband and wife. That was really good, yeah. That we began our marriage out of worship. Mm-hmm. And that was something I wanted from the very beginning of mm. p- wedding planning. And um, it looked very different where we played a really long song, you know, and like yeah. no one was in the room. So like <laughs> maybe it could have been awkward, but I, but my heart was oriented towards worship yeah, for no, the Lord. Same. And and to have that be the foundation of our wedding was, and the yeah. foundation of our marriage, like that was the first thing we did after we kissed. And I'm really grateful for that. So that was yeah. the most impactful thing for me. It's good. I like that. I like that you said that. For me, I guess when I think about it, the most impactful thing of the day was when you said your vows to me. Oh my gosh. I would say. We were a mess. <laughs> I mean, it, it just meant so oh. much to me because yeah. up until that point, we were like, I have, I've, we've talked over and over yeah. about what the vows meant, especially given how they were broken by our past yeah. spouses. And like, we didn't break them. We were faithful, but those were broken to us. And so we just like held them in even a higher regard. We did. Yeah. And so to hear you talk about, you we know, were both crying, like we were weeping. Crying but to hear, but to hear you talk about um, vows and what they meant to you and how you mean them. Yeah. Um, and then to hear you say them to me after all of this time talking about what yeah. they mean and how important they are and how this is a lifelong commitment. Yeah. To hear you say that, just actually say the vows to me was really just hit my heart. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it was. Yeah. You... I really, I really loved that. Yeah. You said your vows first and, and we, we use traditional vows and, um, we kind of tweaked them a little bit. Um, and it started out with, um, with I, Ellie choose you Austin. Mm-hmm. And, um, that was a really important phrase for me because this is a choice. Like we're doing this, right. we're, we're not being forced into this. No one's, no. you know, obviously, no, not. um, but then remembering that that the vows each day are a choice. Like the vows, remembering our vows mm-hmm. is a choice. Love is a choice. Yeah. And so just that choice aspect was really big for me, particularly in my divorce, mm-hmm. um, being chosen. And, um, and so I'm just really grateful that, you're, that you've chosen me and that you will keep choosing me because I'm going to keep choosing you. I will. Absolutely, I will. Yeah, yeah that, meant, that meant a lot to me. So that was... Uh, that was That's just, what I would say. That was great. Um, where are we going to honeymoon? We went briefly to um, up north to two harbors. Mini moon. We went on a mini moon. Micro moon. A waning crescent moon. Teeny of moon. The <laughs> teeny moon. Uh, we were just there for two days and it was really nice to just get away and not have to like think about things um it was just really yeah, nice we enjoyed that a lot um hopefully next year we'll go on a big trip because that's the real dang, question we deserve it that's the real question we have a short I mean, list including yeah. greece, greece might be spain yeah spain is a good one definitely want to go back to hawaii greece Holy crap. oh yeah hawaii would be I mean, great hawaii, too hawaii, hawaii is always is great. like i have a lot of friends there so it's not going to be a honeymoon okay yeah that's going to be like let's yeah we're thinking we were thinking greece honestly that's yeah. probably top a big trip to Greece. All right. Well, chilling on the beach. We'll see. The best and hardest part of marriage now. Right now. Right now. Best. The best. I would say the best part is being with the Lord with you and having coffee. 
It is the best. That's my favorite thing. That is my favorite thing. It. If I can get up and I wake up next to you, it's great because then I don't have to drive over to your place or you to my place or something. Because we did not live together before we were married. We did not have sex before we were married. No. We like we did it the we did you it know, we did it the traditional real way. Real conservative. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what it's is because this? we were like, caring for each other, you we know. We were, yeah. That's yeah. why we were we were building the relationship. That's and what I'm, we were doing. I'm I'm so grateful for that. I'm so grateful we did that. Yeah. But, but that's what I would say. I would, that honestly, that is my fa- that is my favorite thing. Yeah. Honestly, just being with you. We got a really great setup, um, in our registry. Registered for all the awesome coffee things. Oh shoot. Oh, it's great. So we just wake up every morning and make excellent coffee and. It, yeah. is, it is my favorite thing. I what's just love the, being with What's them. the hardest thing? The hardest thing. Well, the hardest, I mean, it's not terribly hard. No. It, for the most part, it's really great. Um, I would just say there's little transition things. You know, there's, I think like there's, living, like figuring out how to live together. Yeah, yeah, there's, I mean, yeah, just getting to know different parts of yeah. each other in ways that we uh, miscommunicate or just yeah. communicate differently. Typical things, totally. honestly. That's probably the hardest, and that's not really terribly hard because we're both. It can be hard in the moment, but there. But we're both willing to work yeah. through things, and they they don't last long. So yeah, I'm that's what I would say. That. What about you? You oh, didn't answer the question. I didn't answer the question. You didn't answer the um, question. I think just. I mean, I I can't I can't narrow down the best. No? Thing. Okay. I mean, there are a lot There's of good so things. There's so many good things. I just haven't picked that one. Um, yeah, I think our evenings have just been really nice, too. Yeah, they we have come been. home from work, and that's just it's just nice to chill with you. I'm yeah. enjoying that. I'm enjoying no, not like having to leave, not having to say goodbye. Totally. Um, Same. I'm enjoying our apartment. That's nice. Our neighborhood. Yeah. It's just, it's great. So totally. there's a lot of good things. And I think the hardest thing for me is probably learning to transition how to live together and yeah. but it's like i said it's not the it's not the worst what advice do we have <laughs> for other married people other married people yes we are we have so much sage wisdom oh, based gosh. on our two week long marriage <laughs> <laughs> although we've been married before but not to each other yeah <laughs> um advice i mean uh, like Invest in a invest in a um, in a counselor or a therapist, even if things are good. Yeah. Invest in somebody to to speak into your life and call out some of those things. Maybe it's like a it's a tune up. Your marriage, yeah. The marriage you have is the most important thing that you will ever have. It is more important than kids. It's more important than your job, than your calling in life. This person's heart in front of you is way, way, way more important. And I think investing in somebody to to just tune that up a little bit is really important. And that will make life so much smoother. Oh, yeah. The the better you guys, the better we can communicate. Like, just the happier we are. The more efficient life is. Things go smoothly. It's so worth that investment. So that's that's good advice, babe. That's good advice. I mean, there's a there's a lot of things I could say. Obviously, there's the main one I would say is turn to the Lord and everything. Yes. Um, make Him your priority. Um, love Him first. If, yeah. If you yeah. if you love Him well, and He's really what your heart needs and desires, and mm-hmm. He's the one you're seeking after, 
he'll show you how to be a good wife and how to be a good husband. Mm-hmm. Um, he is such a good father. He's so good at teaching and leading and guiding. And yeah. I would just say make him the center. Um, so that, I mean, number one, that's, that's definitely, yeah, that's, that's really great, great advice. Put God first and your spouse second and make your spouse your second priority, not your job, not your kids, not anything else. (laughs) Yeah. Make them your, 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 your greatest earthly gift. We'll say that. Okay. (laughs) Baby anytime soon. Not planning on it. Not planning on it. Planning on not. Yeah. So, it's interesting because... I mean, eventually. This, <clears throat> we can say that. Yeah. Eventually, like, we are kids. Yeah. And that was... Uh, Maybe that, 12. No. Heavens no. Okay. Um, and that we'll was never. That, that was not an, an obvious decision for me for a time. I was, I was pretty certain I wouldn't have kids. Like, that would be a decision I wouldn't make. And now in my old age, I am... So I've matured... I don't know. So, so maybe not now. We're not planning on it. Yeah, yeah. eventually. Yeah. Um, this sort of ties into maybe a little bit of our what we've already talked about, but mm-hmm. what do we do in our our own personal faith walks, and what do we do together? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, individually, um, I pray and read every morning. Same. We both, I guess, we both do that. We love individually. That. Yeah, mm-hmm. we both, and we both kind of, we both want that more than we want to be together in that time. Mm-hmm. It's really important like to have your own time. With yeah, the Lord. like we don't, we don't. Right now, at least, we're not doing like couple devotions. Not or every something. day. Yeah. yeah, not every day. Um, so that is definitely something we do individually. Mm-hmm. And I would say probably like if if one of us is away, um, I might take time to worship. I might yeah. take time to pray. Yeah, um, just in spare time. Um, read study etc together um we like to like like i said earlier one of my favorite things is just to have coffee and jesus with you Mm -hmm. like in like on a weekend after my time with the lord individually come sit out in the living room with you have a great time together that's something we do our on our wedding day in the morning i came over to the apartment and we just worshiped and prayed together and cried in the presence of god before we before we went to the venue like i didn't have bridesmaids you didn't have groomsmen so it's not like we were hanging out with friends beforehand we hung out with each other and we worshiped and it was just that was so special right so keeping that individual relationship those individual times with the lord and then and then involving the other person you sharing oh this is what i was reading today and this is kind of the revelation that i had that's been really that's been really fun and obviously church like to attend church together yeah when which, we can virtually <laughs> right now we can't and pray together yeah turn to the lord in prayer with things that you're working through yeah definitely amen uh somebody asks um does forever love exist in this day and age it's a good question it's a good question it doesn't seem like it does it sometimes sometimes feelings tell us that there isn't hope for <laughs> like a yeah. long-term relationship that's that's so real. I know. Um, but the truth is, uh, yeah, it does exist, but it's not easily had. I think it takes a lot of work. Yeah. It takes a lot of choosing. It takes a lot of seeking God mm-hmm. um, and service to the person that you're choosing to be with. Yeah. So, you know, yes, there are times when our emotions can say, man, I'm, I'm never going to 
find something long-term or I'm never going to have that. That's true. But what's also true is it is very possible to get married and stay married yeah. and have a great marriage. I so agree. That is absolutely possible. Um, and it does take work. Yeah, So, definitely. So I would say short, short answer, yes, it, it does exist. Caveat, it takes work. And you're going to have to choose to serve when sometimes you don't want to serve. Yeah. Sometimes you want to be right. Sometimes you want to be served. You're going to have to choose to just lay down your own life yeah. for the person that you are choosing to be with. So. Yeah, I think you said that really well. And I guess I would just add um, to, like, there isn't such thing as a fairy tale love. Because yes. fairy tales yes. aren't real. That's the point. Yes. Um, the kind of love that's out there is real. Yeah. It's a real love. And yeah. real love takes work, just like I said. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to like, is there a fairy tale out there? I would say no. There, there yeah. isn't. There's not some um, fabricated, um, yeah. fictional type of love. But there is a real love. And it's a choice. And it's, and it's going to take work and it's going to be it's going to be hard at times and messy. Yeah. yeah. But I think it really does depend on what your expectation is. Like if your expectation is that there's going to be this fairy tale thing, um, whether that's sure. whether that's like under the surface or not, it's just really good to check. Yeah. What those expectations are in. Um, right. In it and yeah. and you know our relationship has not at all been. I mean, it's been hard. It's been really, really challenging really hard, yeah. at times. And, and that happened really before our, <laughs> before we got engaged, before we got married. And mm-hmm. um, we do have an expectation that that this is going to be hard at times, but yeah. but we are committed. I mean, this is this is a it's a tough question because I know that there's a lot of people that listen to this podcast that have gone through really hard things and mm-hmm. um, just feel just feel like this is totally impossible like this will never sure it's love is unattainable real lasting love is unattainable and um i've so felt that way i've completely felt that way totally um but when i married you i'm not under the impression that this is going to be easy right or it's this is this that it's going to be um walk in the park (laughs) either you know we we have healthy expectations i would Mm -hmm. say it's a big question and um i don't remember who who asks who asked this question but um i've been there let me tell you i've been there probably how you're feeling about it it might just be a a reflection of where you are too kind of like we mentioned with the earlier question because we've been there yeah yeah If, if you're still in the healing process that's okay. You might experience you might experience yes. that question like no, there there isn't that's that yeah. doesn't exist and I I felt that too. Yeah. So how you answer that question might be um, a reflection of where you are as well. Maybe yeah. just keep that in mind too. Definitely, that's really important. Yeah. Um, somebody asked, do you know that you are eighty three percent more likely to divorce again, and sixty two percent more likely to divorce because of infidelity? And 35% more likely to have affairs that neither of you will ever know about. This question was a little, like, a little, oh, wow, okay. They're tough. They're tough, yeah. Um, it's been they're interesting real. because I, I've been sitting a lot of these statistics right now as I'm um, working on this big project for Hope Reclaimed. Um, details coming soon. Um, 
but and I and I don't know exactly where this individual received these um, statistics. I did ask him for them, um, but but there are there are many many statistics out there about um, about the likelihood of divorce, the the likelihood of mm-hmm. of um, you know marriages failing because of infidelity, blah blah blah, all these things. There's a lot of them, and They're you know high. we have. We have felt that <laughs> we've felt the painful effects of divorce, yeah. of infidelity, and um, so we know that we know that pain firsthand. Um, but, but I, w- I think that I, I, you know I read a statistic um, even just today actually before I before I read this comment that if both couples mm-hmm. are, are getting remarried yep. and they are both divorced, they are ninety percent more likely to get divorced from Again. each other. Yeah, Again, it's crazy <laughs> to have that marriage end in divorce. That is a well, high statistic, ninety percent. That is crazy high. I would say a couple things too. Um, um, in short, yes, I was aware um, that the probabilities are a lot higher for yeah. for those things. We were so both aware of that. I, yeah. I was aware of that. Um, and so I would just say, with any statistic out there at all, when, no matter what type of statistic it is, or about what subject. We have to ask ourselves a couple questions. One, what does it mean? Mm-hmm. And two, how does this apply to me? And so, one, what does what do those statistics statistics what are they actually like saying? Yeah. What are these st- statistics actually telling us? Yeah. Um, and two, how does it apply to us? Um, and and with the second question, you know, having both of us aware of the of just the probabilities that are out there and yeah. what's happening helps us. And so so one way that it applies to us is it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to happen to us. So just because yeah. that yeah. statistic is there doesn't mean that it's going to be us. That's, right. one, that's one thing to point out. Right. Um, but it does mean that we need to come into this with even more understanding of like where we are Eyes and open. what we want yep. and where our expectations are. Um, so it, it should caution people to get remarried. Yeah. I, I don't see any problem in saying that, you know. I oh, think I totally they're very agree. real statistics. I mean, the one that you said later is actually you know, like more astounding than the ones that were given yeah, initially. Yeah. So like ninety percent of like we're, yeah, two we're, divorced people getting we're 90% divorced again is more likely. That's crazy. Yeah. But I mean, I, yeah. We, so I would say just uh, uh, caution. Um, both of us co- going at it and just yeah. seeing where we are. Um, I think that's that's really important. I I think we are in a fantastic place, though. Yeah. We have really asked a lot of hard questions, mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah, I I really I think it really does. There's so many reasons why people will get divorced again after a divorce, <laughs> and yeah. why second marriages fail. I should say. Um, there's so many so many reasons and. And real reasons and really tough, challenging things that people go through. Um, so I never want to lessen anyone's pain at all. Um, and I think that with us, we we know that we have we have survived a divorce. Um, we have, and I'm so grateful that we have this reality and um, a worldview of what commitment and and, and love, love is. is. Yeah. And um, no, we're not perfect and we'll never have a perfect marriage, um, but we're so committed and I'm so grateful for that. Um, but 
Oh, we, yeah. yeah to, so really just to answer this person's question, yeah, we're, we're it's aware, that we are, we are aware. <laughs> we yeah, are aware. aware. And, they're, and it, you know, it's sobering. Yeah, it is. It's, it's hard. Sad. It's hard to be. It's hard, you know, to have um, to have to be one of the statistics of the first marriages that en- that end in yeah, divorce. It's so hard to be that person. Um, there was a lot of shame that came on that with me. Um, that thank the Lord, I'm I'm free of that. But you know, we don't want to be. We want we want to be aware of the seriousness and the prevalence of divorce. Obviously, I'm doing this as a ministry. Um, but, but at the same time, look to hope that, that we can rewrite the narrative. We can, we can be that different, Definitely. that, that different statistic. And, um, yeah. and we can, we have choices in this, you know, we are not just a statistic. We have a choice in right. how we choose to respond in our second marriage. Right. Absolutely. So I'm really grateful for that. I'm so excited to do that with you, Austin. It's going to be good. I love you so much. <laughs> and I love you so much, listeners. Thank you for being here, for supporting us. If you are interested in watching our wedding, you can still do that. You can do that on facebook.com slash pandemic reclaimed. And you can watch the live stream of our wedding. It's saved. Um, it's saved there on uh, a Facebook page. If you don't have Facebook, you can still watch the video. Um, and yeah, be encouraged. You Definitely. can hear you can hear us blubbering our vows and, <laughs> and all those things. So yeah, yeah, that's good. It was a beautiful day. It was. Thank you guys so much for listening. Remember, there is healing, there is redemption in Jesus, and there is always hope. My last name might be Collins now, <laughs> but my it? middle name is hope. (laughs) We'll see you later.